6.30 here on your community radio station, WERU-FM. We are at 89.9 in Blue Hill, streaming and podcasting at WERU.org. And 7.30 on Mondays, we hear live on the telephone with R.W. Estella. Good morning, R.W. Hey, good morning, Allison. On many a lighthouse tour flight, I have flown passengers first to the Prospect Harbor Light, pointing out that the 38-foot-high tower established in 1850 stands on all that remains of the extended U.S. Navy presence that up until several years ago included a Scudic Point base that has since been turned into, among other things, a cultural arts center. Once we have circled and viewed the Navy's compact satellite operations base with its assortment of domes, and I inform the passengers that the most recent, 1891, Lightkeeper's Dwelling is now used as a guest house for visitors, we bank briefly to catch a glimpse of Stinson's. Up until the middle of this past week, the last sardine cannery in Maine and in the United States. There we would see the metal roof of the cannery peppered with hundreds of seagulls, torturing themselves with hopes of getting to some of those sardines whose pungent scent was wafting up from the factory below their roost. Yet, I'll not tarry today on the cannery that may go from sardines to lobster, according to some rumors. Once upon a time, the Underwood Company had a lobster cannery in Southwest Harbor that operated for quite a while. So why not again for some other company in Prospect Harbor? No, today I need to remember the splendid time my paddling partner and I had Saturday in the 44th annual Kanduskeg Stream Canoe Race. We got off to our usually robust start, Heather America and I, in the village of Kanduskeg, passing under the bridge in the middle of town and more or less promptly, within 50 yards of the starting line, let's say, becoming stuck on our first sleeper, those troublesome rocks lurking just below the surface of the water. That would be the first of a dozen or more contributions we would make to the collection of rainbow rocks accruing throughout the 16-and-a-half-mile course winding from Kanduskeg Village to the city of Bangor. Every year, plenty of green-colored canoes such as ours participate in the race, but so too do yellow and blue and red and gray and tan and white and even purple and maroon-colored canoes and kayaks. Each one of them, in all 479 watercraft on Saturday, prone to leave their strokes on the, on the wading pallets of rocks just below the surface of the stream. The day before, Ms. America and I uh, did our, had done our annual ritual of reviewing a potential approach to a route through Six Mile Falls. This year, however, this year, however, we actually did a lot of looking at stuff from both sides of the stream and finally settled on a plan that we felt would be the best passage. And indeed, on Saturday it was. We came down hugging the left bank tight. Then, after paddling strong to bear right across the stream just above a barrier of naturally dammed up snags, we negotiated ourselves left through an S-series of turns that set us on a course to the top of the falls, where we steered a hard right and then came down through the chute, just like we planned. Right after the triumph, we received a compliment from a young woman who had been hoping that someone would comment on her WVA sticker on her kayak. Heather committed a minor gaffe here by saying, You mean Virginia? Well, didn't we get straightened out on that right away? Luckily, I managed to gain us a little forgiveness by mentioning energetically that contrary to our local newspaper, the Bangor Daily News, which recently on Maine's birthday got the statehood number wrong by calling it the 35th instead of the 23rd, has actually unintentionally mentioned West Virginia's place in the order, 35th. And it's at this point that the kayaking West Virginian, a Miss Kohler, 
told us that her mother would appreciate that because she was the 2010 West Virginian Historian of the Year. Anyway, Miss America and I, thanks to a continuing sort of high tide below the Maxfield Dam, found an absolutely splendid shopping cart vortex doing its thing, and we glided right over the upper right rim of it. And what a fine time we had. For more on Omain, have a great 40th Earth Day on Thursday. Mm-hmm.